Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the latest HR on the Offensive podcast. It's me, Chris, from Lace Partners, as always, coming to you on this fine Thursday. I say it's a fine Thursday, but we never actually record on a Thursday. We just release them on a Thursday. So wherever you are, if it's raining and I've just said it's a fine Thursday, I apologise. I do not have control over the weather. Today is a Lace-only podcast. I've got a couple of our fabulous Laces to join me because next week at the time of, well, not at the time of us recording, at the time of this going out, next week is National Inclusion Week. And I wanted to get a couple of laces on, just to have a chat about diversity and inclusion from a lace perspective as well. So I'll introduce them in a second. But before I do that, I think it's really important that we at Lace talk about this sort of stuff because we are not diversity, equity, inclusion specialists, but as an organisation, we take these things like this really seriously. And it's part of our culture and our makeup that we are an inclusive organisation. And I think that bears through, I hope that bears through when you see any of our posts or social media or things like that. But certainly from my perspective, from a personal perspective, I feel that we are an inclusive organisation. And hopefully I'm going to get some agreement from my couple of speakers today, the first of which is Eve Edmonds. Hello, Eve, how are you? Hello, I'm good. Finally made it onto a Lace podcast, feeling happy. <laughs> yes, it's only taken 105 or 106 podcasts for me to get you on, but finally we managed to do it. And Bex Addison, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Chris. Also happy to be here. Who's the most happy? Probably Eve, because it's her first podcast. Person. I've been on a podcast before. So. Oh, you've already done this before. You've already done well, there we go. So before we talk about National Inclusion Week, let's do a little bit of a creds check, which is uh, who you are and what you do. So Eve, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I am the brand lead at Lace, and basically I manage all things Lace brand, the visuals, the videos. What you see is probably been decided or created by me in a very short and sweet summary. Very good. And Bex, what do you do at Lace? I am senior manager, part of the leadership team at Lace, and I do a lot of client-facing stuff. So I spend a lot of time out on client sites, helping them to implement new projects. Typically, my projects relate to technology and putting in new systems um, and helping organisations cope and manage the change that comes alongside that. So a busy job, keeps me out of trouble, but I love it. It keeps you out of trouble, but not that much trouble. Occasionally you're in trouble, but it does keep you out of trouble (laughs) occasionally. Okay, so let's talk about National Inclusion Week. I'm going to start with you, Bex. If you can just give to our listeners, because we did a few pieces last year for National Inclusion Week, but there might be some people listening to the podcast that don't know that it is on our doorstep next week or have never heard of it. So can you just give our listeners a bit of a flavour as to what exactly is National Inclusion Week? Yeah, National Inclusion Week is a great initiative. It's been running for about, I think it's been going for about 10 years now. So it's been well established and is is very successful. And it's all about getting workplaces to celebrate inclusion um, and recognise how they're celebrating inclusion across their workplaces. It's all about getting people to do stuff so not just talk about it actually take action and in fact the theme this year is very much around that the theme for national inclusion week this year is time to act the power of now so it's very much based on that principle of it's great to talk about it but actually what are we doing about it Um, and how how your business is making that change and really actively and proactively pushing inclusion yeah, I think that's a really interesting sort of strap line that they've got this year, time to act, the power of now. Maybe, Eve, if we can just talk a little bit, it might be worthwhile talking to our uh, 
our listeners about some examples that we think people can be doing, or maybe taking some time, if you're taking some time this National Inclusion Week to reflect on you and your own personal learnings, have you got any sort of advice and guidance for our listeners? I always think it's about education, right? So it's not going into something assuming that you know how that other person has lived, what they've been through, what they believe. It's about being open to differences and listening and educating yourself about them. I mean, the simplest thing is Netflix is filled with different films and TV shows that can teach you different bits about diversity and inclusion. For one example, it's meant to be a children's film. But I love it. I don't know if you've watched it, but Encanto, mm-hmm. it's so it's such a good film and it's such a good example of like differences within a family and how to celebrate them and accept them. So the simplest thing like logging on to Netflix or logging on to other podcasts as well. There's podcasts that specialise in focusing on this area. So that's an easy place to start. Yeah. Have you got any have you got any podcasts that come to mind specifically that you kind of listen to or I don't actually and it's on my list because you asked us to think about what we can do to improve and I want to start listening to some of these podcasts, but I think Bex actually does. I've got some really good examples, actually. There's some good ones out there. There's I'll kind of list the top three that spring to mind. So there's one called The Diversity Group, which is really good. That's a really, really good one. Inclusion Works is another one that springs to mind. And also The Element of Inclusion, which is also a really good one. So definitely worth picking up on those and having a listen. They give you a really good grounding and really good understanding of what's going on out in the workplace. I would also say from my perspective, so if you're on LinkedIn or most people are on social media these days, not everybody, but a lot of people are on social media, of course, find interesting people who have a powerful voice and interesting things to say on these subjects. So I think the guys from The Clear Company, who we obviously talk to quite a lot and we've had on our podcast a couple of times, Kate Headley, somebody that runs that organisation, but a lot of the guys who work at The Clear Company have really interesting things to say and they produce some really great content as well. But also Emma Scriven and I did a podcast podcast with Kate Nash from Purple Space and they that podcast was really interesting because it was looking at employee resource groups or employee network groups ERGs and ENGs as they are called where you're bringing together collective groups of people so that they can feel a little bit more inclusive within an organization I won't go into too much detail on that because we've got a whole podcast on it now I put that podcast link in the show notes itself but I think finding those kind of people that have that interesting voice following them you know that sort of stuff I think that's a a really good thing that people can be doing and in terms of time to act you know the power of now acting now just start listening to some of these things just start educating as you said Eve educating use this as an education piece and perhaps the benefit of having a focused week like National Inclusion Week is that you've got time to reflect and think okay what more can I be doing because it's quite easy for us all to just get almost bogged down in the my day-to-day grind of work and social life and things like that. But sometimes you do need points in time which allow you time to reflect, I think. The other thing as well is, and I know we've talked about this internally at least before, is this idea of unconscious bias. Everybody has it. And sometimes you may not even be aware that you're projecting parts of it. So it's about improving your self-awareness and kind of trying to check yourself before you maybe say or do something that you're not aware may be offensive to someone, that kind of thing. Just really simple things to practice. 
And the other thing I was going to add to that, Eve, which kind of touches base on that, is it's all about also just having conversations, right? So it's about going to talk to people. And if you, you know, you feel wary about a situation or you're not sure how to approach a particular situation because of whatever reason, then just go and have a conversation with someone. Because I know that everyone at LACE would be open to that and would be welcoming to just talk things through if you wanted to. Another great way just to kind of take action and face into things if you're feeling like you don't know how to approach a situation. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. So I just want to get on to the next question then, which, which we've we've discussed previously before when we were talking about National Inclusion Week, which is what does inclusion actually mean to us at LACE? I'll start with you this time, Bex. Just give us your sort of perspective from what you see at LACE and our perspective. What do you think inclusion is for LACE? I think we're really good at it at LACE because I think we have we're a nice small organization which I think makes these kind of things much easier in a sense that it's all about making everyone feel like they belong and they're part of the team, as well as giving everyone that sort of equal opportunity basis to move forward. But I think it is around that feeling of belonging and LACE do that really, really well. So it's almost about, you know, whenever we have events, for example, we invite everyone. There's never any kind of, you know, we we don't break into teams or anything like that very often. It's very much everyone in the organisation is invited to all our socials. We have team meetings where everyone comes along. So it all comes together as a group all the time. And that really helps with that feeling of everyone feeling part of the team and feeling like we're one unit, as it were, to go forward with LACE. But I also think for LACE, it's about giving everyone equal opportunities. So it's about making sure that everyone starts from, if you're starting from the same place, you've got the same opportunities to progress throughout the organisation, which we do have at LACE. It's a great organisation for that. And everyone's given the right space and the care and the support that they need to grow up and move up through the organisation. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with you just for a second there, Bex. How difficult, if I'm thinking about, I'm a HR person from a large, I don't know, 100,000 person company right now. How much more challenging do you think that is, given that obviously you said one of the benefits for us is that we're a relatively small organisation and we can be a bit more nimble from a, a DEI, from an inclusivity point of view. Do you think it's a lot more difficult for those larger organisations and just reflect on any thoughts that what they could potentially be doing perhaps? Yeah, I think it's a good question. It's a good point. So I think it's obviously different. So I guess the difference with us at LACE is whilst we're small and that makes it easy for us to react, it also means that we have probably less diversity amongst us. So there's less of us to bring that diversity and inclusion to the workplace. So in larger workplaces, you're going to have more access to people of different backgrounds and different cultures and different beliefs because there's just more of you. It's a different challenge, but I think it it presents different opportunities um, having larger organisations. And I think for large organisations, it's about being proactive about your recruitment strategies as well to making sure you're getting good diversity and inclusion across your recruitment practices as you go out to the marketplace you're recruiting from different places and getting people from a host of different backgrounds so you can bring those people into your organization where they can add huge amounts of value because different points of view different backgrounds bring so much value and depth to an organization yeah and so eve just coming on to you there from your perspective what does inclusion actually mean for lace I mean, if I speak about my own personal life journey, and so I identify as being part of the LGBTQ plus community, and I can say that every year we will do something to celebrate Pride, whether it's uh, like an information session, whether it's a quiz about what celebrities identify with the group, something always happens. Fake sales. (laughs) Fake sales. There we go. Pride Fake Sale was the last one we did. We always acknowledge it, even if it's only me, which is not anymore, but right back when it was, we always do something there. And then from a slightly alternative perspective of I have dyslexia so I have a learning difficulty and it's so openly talked about and I feel comfortable to openly talk about it at LACE which is a massive deal because quite frequently people keep it under wraps and not feel comfortable and basically LACE go out the way to make sure that I can perform 
my best irrespective of any difficulties I might have. Yeah, cool. One of the things that we talked about, we talk about a lot actually at Bases Our Values, and one of them is care. I think it's a really, really important one. I actually describe it as arguably our most important value because I think that represents us as an organisation. Can you just, I'll start with you, Bex, just reflect on how you think this translates from a DE&I perspective within LACE. Is there any sort of thoughts that you have around that view that care being one of our, as I say, the most important value? Yeah, so I think it goes back to all the points that Eve has just made really about making sure that people feel comfortable and can do their best job and feel supported in that at all times. But it's also about making sure that everyone has a voice and everyone is heard. And I think that's really important as well. And that we actively try and encourage people at least to speak up. Like Eve said, you know, if she's struggling with something, then all she has to do is bring it up and everyone's going to rally around and help her and support her. And we are just a really supportive bunch of people. We're a close-knit team. We want everyone to succeed. And it's all about that team success. If, if we all succeed, it's a better result for everyone but generally it's the little things so you know when people start at the organization how well they're onboarded into lace so we make sure that we take that time and that care to really get to know people so we can pick up any of this stuff really early on and understand it and make sure that everyone's being treated fairly and equally as they go forward nice and eve from your perspective that idea of care within the business and how that translates from lace from a dni perspective yeah, I think Beck summed it up pretty well. It's about making sure that everyone feels equally valued and everyone's heard. And I think we're actually at a really interesting stage as we're growing, where this is going to become more and more important as people come in. And maybe as we grow, people may celebrate different holidays or have different beliefs that we haven't had yet. So it's about taking that on board and encouraging those people to have their say and be open about it because it's important to them and therefore it's important to us as a team. Nice. And this is a relatively short pod today because we wanted to get it out, obviously, just ahead of National Inclusion Week. Kind of a little bit New Year's resolution-y with the final question that I wanted to ask you guys. Is there anything that you're going to try and do maybe from this week onwards? Or is there anything differently that you've been thinking about? Actually, I wouldn't mind having a commitment to make and do something a little bit differently. I should ask that to somebody, shouldn't I, really, rather than just float (laughs) it out in there and have you both smiling back at me. So we'll start with Eve. Good question. First of all, I'm going to start listening to one of the podcasts that Bex recommended. You've stolen my one there. I was going to choose that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I want to watch some more films that talk about race and religion because those are areas that I have a lot less personal experience. So I want to educate myself around those areas. And that's kind of triggered. I just want to mention this because it's so like on the message. I saw a video the other day about the new release of The Little Mermaid and they've made Ariel black. And yeah. they have released this video with all these young little black children seeing this and getting really emotional about it just because they've been represented finally in such like an important film. And I think... It's just really made me want to learn more, understand more, and hopefully we get to see a lot more representation for them and other groups. Nice. Bex? Apart from uh, having your ideas stolen by Eve there, because I asked her to go first, and she's gone for the podcasts. 
Well, no, actually, I was thinking, well, maybe what I should do is, as an action off the back of that is actually share with the organisation a recommended list of podcasts and books. Actually, there's a couple of books I throw into that list that might be of interest to the organisation and people across the organisation. So perhaps that's a really good action that I can do is to share some of this stuff a bit more widely so people are aware of it. And then you two can pick up from that podcast list, the ones that you want to go and listen to. And the second action I take off the back of this is I might actually go and watch Encanto. I've never seen it. The kids love it. I've never sat down and watched it. I've had enough Disney films, but maybe this is one that I'll make the effort to go and watch. But I guess the final point on a slightly more serious note is I think one of the things we need to do at Lace, and I think it touched upon what Eve said earlier, was you know there are different backgrounds and cultures at Lace and we need to make sure that we're celebrating them all. And I think, you know, we have our traditional sort of festivals and things that we celebrate, but let's try and make sure that we're picking up some of those other less well-recognised celebration points in other people's cultures. And I think that's definitely something we could take forward as an organisation as we go forward. Yeah, and I think if people are listening into this and just thinking about what sort of stuff could my organisation be doing regardless of the size, I think that's a really, really good point is asking the question, what do we do to celebrate the different cultures, the different types of people, the different individuals and representative groups? How do we embrace that? And I think, again, I don't want to, well, I will reference the uh, podcast we did with Kate Nash and Purple Space, which is on those ERGs. And that's a really good place. I think that's a really, really good place to start. So it's quite interesting finishing off this podcast by recommending another one of our own podcasts, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So check it out. I'll put something in the show notes, which relates to the podcast that we did with Kate, but it's worth a listen. Hopefully you've enjoyed this kind of listen. I will ask the ladies if they have anything further that they wanted to just top off, or if there's one thing that you would ask our listeners to take away from today's pod, what would it be? And I will start with Bex on that one. Is there anything you think, guys, you've listened to us talk for 20 odd minutes, but if you only take one thing away, it's going to be this. It's National Inclusion Week next week and get on board and do something with your organisations to embrace that. Eve? I would say it's about having the conversation. It's about being open to learning more. So have those conversations educate yourself and uh, get on board. Lovely. Eve and Bex, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Chris. It's Chris. It's been lovely to have you guys on. You can, of course, get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And again, if you're a regular listener, this is the part where you probably tune out because I've said it a million times before. Well, not a million times, about 110 times before. But we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Just tell your Alexa device to search for the HR on the Offensive Podcast and you'll get the latest one in our back catalogue. And of course, you can access our website and view our, all of our podcasts that we've done over the last couple of years at www.lacepartners.com dot o dot uk forward slash podcast and there's also lots of content on there with regards to dei we've done loads of different podcasts on that front and we will continue to do that over the coming weeks and months and years so on behalf of myself eve bex and whole of lace partners happy national inclusion week for next week so we've given you a bit of time so that you can prep and be doing some things within your business ciao for now thank you very much we will see you next time on the hr on the offensive podcast Bye-bye.